0: Yo, have you guys ever had, um, Lacroix or LaCroix or whatever it's supposed to be called? Any of those like carbonated waters? I guess the more pretentious might call it, like Seltzer or whatever. Um, it's such a dope. It's like <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like maybe if you quit, like if you quit smoking and went to vaping. I'd say quitting soda and going to Lacroix is kind of the equivalent. Um. It's like soda vaping. It's so good, though, I think. I don't know. I, I kept sa- telling myself that they were, like, so good, but then, like, I stopped buying them because I don't think I really like it. But I haven't had a soda since, so I guess it's effective in what I was using it for. But I also see um a lot of people drinking them. I think there's... I've heard a few people on YouTube say that there's, like, a something addictive about them. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it that much, that's for sure. I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't feel the need to, like, go, you know, do acts that I wouldn't normally do in order to get LaCroix if I couldn't afford it. That's not something that I would be, that I would be concerned with. But LaCroix, though, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. I'll say that it's okay. Anyway, um, welcome back to another episode of the Socially Internet podcast. I'm your host. Um, without further ado, I'm going to get into what I really want to talk about this week, which is Captain Marvel. Um, I saw it with my fiancé last weekend, and um kind of sucked a little bit. Uh, I had no expectations for the film. I knew by the trailers. And she even said, like, and she's super excited for all Marvel movies, she said, you know, this looks like it's going to suck. She tries to tell herself now that it's good, but I still stand by my opinion that it was, like, a strong 5 out of 10. Like, it was, like, half the movie was good and half the movie was bad, and that's how I give that's how I give it that 5 out of 10. Because, I mean, it's, like, on one hand, you had some pretty sick action scenes, a pretty good soundtrack. She was wearing a Nine Inch Nails sir- shirt, which everyone was going crazy for. Um... But there was some laughable stuff in there, like the CGI looked like ass. It was horrible. I can't even begin to describe. Like it, it was worse than it looked like Smallville. Like if you've ever seen the show Smallville on the CW, which is like a a, a sitcom about Superman, but it's more so about I guess like his social life. I don't know, but. It looked like CGI from something like that. Like the CW or like a a Marvel TV show or something like that. Like it, it honestly looks like they initially had the idea for a Captain Marvel show. And they just took the footage that they had filmed and were like, screw it, make it into a movie, we'll make more money. But they didn't care to like tone up the CGI. When you see it, you'll know what I mean. I'm not just being an ass. Like it really was just super bad. And then I think the aliens... Were like, practical effect, like, they, they made them look the way that they did with practical effects, and they were fine, which, I mean, of course, they're going to look a little bit goofy. But, like, even then, like, I think that the practical effects on something like The Walking Dead, you know, for the zombies looked a little bit better than these aliens. This movie just, everything about it screamed, like thrown-away TV pilot. It seems like they had a TV pilot, and they were like, you know what? We can make this into a movie. They added an hour in of, like, filler, basically, and then that's all that they needed. Um, They just tied it all together and made it have a beginning and an end. It was a disappointing movie, to say the least. But, I mean, there were there were redeeming qualities, and there were also redeeming qualities about the poor aspects of the film. Like, some of the acting is laughably bad, and like, like I said, the CGI, once again. Um, all that stuff makes for a good watch. And I think Jeremy John said, you know, it'd be a good movie if you're drunk, and I agree. I mean, if you had, like, a couple beers with your friends and you went to see it, I was completely sober, and I was laughing my ass off at, like, some of the stuff, so... I can assume that it's a, it's definitely a good kind of like going out with your buddies type movie, but it's not something that I would take the whole family to see. Kids will probably be bored. There's not a whole lot of like action. There's not that much action. It's mainly a stupid story that I don't know though. I, I kind of like the story more so than anything else. The story was okay. Um, but as far as like going for your entire family, I'd say. A big fat no. Um, the kids are going to be bored. They're going to want to leave. You're going to be falling asleep. I'd, I'd probably not take the whole family for that one. Definitely more of a of a friend movie. I did, however, um this is old news, but I did catch um, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri on DVD. And man, was that movie sick. Um, I'm upset that I missed it in theaters. I didn't even... I remember a few people kind of raving about it, but I never got to got a chance to see it. And then I recently did watch it, and I was very, very pleasantly, I guess, not surprised because people that I that I trust in said that it was a good movie. But if you haven't seen Three Billboards, I would definitely recommend um, going and checking that one out. Definitely, a I mean, obviously, something you're going to want to watch with your significant other later on. If you have kids, you can't watch it with them around. It's Fairly vulgar, and um, I don't think there's any nudity. It's just kind of not a movie to watch with kids, but um, definitely one to to watch by yourself or with a significant other. Just as like a good like whodunit type type deal. They got it in in Redbox right now. Um, you can't beat a dollar fifty until you forget to bring it back, and it's like ten bucks because that happens to me every single time. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna bring it back. Don't bring it back. All right, I'll bring it back when I do this. I don't bring it back. And then all of a sudden it's been a week and I haven't brought the movie back. And then you have to call Redbox and be like, hey, uh, I forgot. And my mom, this is awful. My mom used to call Redbox and say that, like, I was, I had <laughs> I had some sort of issue, like, I guess. And um, that I forgot to return my video game because, like, I would keep them out. For super long periods of time. Because I couldn't buy the game. So I'd want to beat it. Or at least play the hell out of it. And then, then I'd bring it back. And if you keep it long enough. Sometimes. And you call them. And you're you're super sweet with them. They'll actually let you get the game for like 30 bucks. As opposed to 60. Like a 60 dollar game. Uh, I don't know if that still works. They're a lot bigger now. This has been like 10 years ago. But yeah. Yeah, (laughs) the Roblox used to give me games for like 30 bucks sometimes. I got a couple like that. And also, my parents would always leave. When we would rent a movie from Redbox, it seemed like the ones that we would keep so long that we would have to buy would be the most shitty movies. Like, they couldn't keep like a Tarantino or like a Three Billboards type thing. No, it was always like Kevin Hart's Night School. I think the last one that they had to buy was... It was a Kevin Hart movie from back in the day, and it was so bad. But like, we ended up owning it because if you keep it out for a certain amount of time, you as might as well own it. There's no point in returning it because you've already you're gonna have to pay more on it than uh, what it's worth. And so you gotta watch yourself though because the games they'll give you half price, but the movies it's whatever they appraise it at. So like, they might charge you like like I pr- I pretty much bought three billboards, but I brought it back because, I mean, I think I paid, like, ten bucks for it or something like that, and I'm sure that you can get that movie for cheaper on just DVD, and, like, it's not even, like, a special DVD. It's, like, the Redbox DVD that only has scene selection, play, and maybe some bonus features if you're lucky. I got, got burnt on that one. No, but my parents would always, like, keep out Kevin Hart's night school, and then we'd have to buy something like that I think the last one was that movie with Kevin Hart and The Rock. The first one that they ever did, not like the 19 other ones. Which can we please stop doing that? It's not funny. I I'm not funny, so I know not funny and that's not funny. The a big guy and little guy and little guy yells at big guy is not it's it's super played out and not funny at all. And like big guy has a heart. Come on, man. Oh, the big guy has a heart. Kevin Hart. Would you look at that? Now that's what I The Rock has a heart. <laughs> man, that is I they had to have planned that. I mean, those guys are puppets. Let's be honest. Those guys are freaking puppets, man. The how do you go from the WWE, which is a reputable a reputable um organization first of all? And gets sucked into making all these ass movies. He was a fine actor in the WWE. There's no reason as to why he should have transitioned into these awful comedies. Buddy cop comedies. Why are they all buddy cop comedies? Can they please come up with something else? Like seriously. Not only are there enough buddy cop comedies in the world. But there are definitely enough Kevin Hart and the Rock buddy cop comedies. I think there's been three franchises now of them. How do you make three French? Th- that's like the new, I don't know, what's, what's, I guess, like Chevy Chase or like whatever. You know, back in the day, there used to be like, there would be like a couple of people and they would have like all their movies, like the Brat Pack, you know, like they had like all their movies. Um, that's Kevin Hart and The Rock now. That's what we have. In the '90s, they had rock and freaking roll. Okay, they had rock and roll, and they had the Brat Pack, or was that the? That was like the '80s. But now we have emo, trap music, and Kevin Hart and the Rock. That sh- that is a a rough transition to have to to undergo, and it's all happened in my lifetime. Rock music still ruled the world when I was a child, right? Like every if you if you turned on a station in your mom's car, it was gonna be one hundred six point five. Well, if you're from my area, um, but it was gonna be a rock station, right? And you'd be hearing like Nickelback or I don't know, whatever. I mean, you know, whatever. Lincoln Park, whatever came on at the time, and that was sick. Like, cause like all rap music was like kind of this underground thing still. I'm not saying that rap music wasn't popular because it was very much so like appropriated already and everyone knew that the deal was a rap music and they liked it. But like when it come to like rap music, when I was a kid, like I had to go download my Lil Wayne songs to my MP3 player and like listen to them myself, you know, kind of like in my room because it wasn't that respected. And now it's the number one thing in the world. Like now you hear like. 808s and, like, gnarly trap beats over everything. I mean, rock music has them. Country music has them. Country music has, like, high-level production now. It's not just acoustic guitars and, like, singing about boats. Now it's, like, you know, they sing about getting drunk. and They've always done that, but, like, now it's, like, you know, the exact same lyrics every single time. We're going to party and... Get drunk and you gon' fall in love. You know, you know the deal. Um but the production quality is insane, which makes it sound really, really good. All it is is just rap music for white people from the south. That is that is what country music is right now. It's just rap music. It I go listen to you go look at the waveforms of a rap song, the most popular rap song and the most popular country song. Maybe not the waveforms. You know what I'm getting at, right? You know what I'm getting at. It's all the same stuff. It's like form, formulaically, if that's a word, um, designed to be popular. They know what, e- like down to like the tones. They know what people are going to want to hear and what's going to pop off and that's what record labels do. So, you know, I guess they... Shout out to the young country artists out there, man. They're really getting screwed, man. You guys talk about rappers being stuck in a deal. What about this guy that's being stuck in a deal to make three solo country albums? I've listened to a lot of hip-hop albums and a lot of rock albums, okay? But never, ever have I listened front to back to a country album. And those have to exist. Like, the guy that made might have a little dirt on my boots, but I'm taking you uptown tonight, I'm sure that guy has a full-length project out. And how like a <laughs> an album should have a concept. I want to know what that guy's concept is. I'd play it, but I know I'll get copyright stricken, and this thing will probably get taken down. Uh, look into that. Th- hold on, let me um, let me find what the guy's name is really quick. Which that song is dope. Don't get me wrong, but um, let's see his name. All right, John Party. Party is not spelled like party though. It's P A R D I. So, John Party. Um, uh oh. Um, does he? Ha- I don't even know if this guy is a SoundCloud. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe they just have like one song. Does he have albums? Oh yeah, buddy. He's got a bunch of full length freaking albums. He's got. Let's see discography. He uh just two. He has two full length albums. He's got one from twenty fourteen, where on the front it's Elvis. Definitely not him. And then he's got another one from twenty sixteen. Um So this guy, let's go ahead and read the track list off really quick so we can try to at least get a good idea. Um out of style, cowboy hat, those are two different words, head over boots. Night Shift, uh, Can't Turn You Down, Dirt On My Boots, She Ain't It, All Time High, Heartache On The Dance Floor, Paycheck, Lucky Tonight, and California Sunrise. Could you imagine the energy in the studio when John Party re- freaking recorded Dirt On My Boots? I mean, j- let's, let's set the setting really quick. It's 3 a.m. You're all drinking Bud Light. You're in the studio. It's going down. Right? John is in there singing his heart out, dude. Might have a little dirt on my boots. I mean, he's in it, dude. Right? You're outside the booth. You're looking. You're like, holy shit. This is about to change the freaking world. Little do you know. You have no idea the difference this is about to make. This is about to change not just country music, but country Culture and music forever. Might have a little dirt on my boots. Song is the best song that ever came out, first of all. Absolutely amazing. Hands down spectacular. I, I'm I'm astounded that this man has this much music. This is all I'm going to be listening to. This is honestly all I'm going to be listening to. John Party. Oh, what's the name? California Sunrise. I'm ha- I got a feeling this album's gonna be a banger, dude. It's gotta be. Like, uh, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm done talking about that. I'm sorry. What what initially got me into that was I I really think it's amazing that hip hop culture has bled into so many different aspects of music to the point to where if your song doesn't have a thick 808 in the back, it kind of sounds weird. Like it sounds this is like lame now, and that's. It sucks to say. That's not to say that, like, older music isn't good. I listen to it all the time, right? But, like, a current song, like, it's not going to sound radio-esque if it doesn't have the proper mixing and 808s and everything that it should have, which all came from, like, but in recent years has all been, ma- for the majority, it's been used by, like, trap music and, you know, other types of rap music. So it, sh- it sucks too because that kind of makes like any sort of qu- I say this with bunny ears, um, boom bap or a lot of people ca- like to call it lyrical, <laughs> bro. He's a lyrical rapper, bro. Um, it makes a lot of that stuff get overlooked because it doesn't have the type of beats that people want to hear. They want to turn up. Sometimes you you can't be turning up though. Sometimes you gotta chill out. I'm drinking a smoothie right now. I'm chill. I'm chill as a freaking cucumber. Um Oh god. That's so shocked. I might call it for this episode. We're probably coming up at like I I don't know how many minutes. This thing counts bars and beats not <coughs> not minutes. Um thanks for listening John Party California Sunrise. You got to give that a listen. I'm telling you, I, I got a good feeling about this one, guys. Captain Marvel, kind of a stinker. Three billboards, great movie. Kevin Hart and The Rock, please stop. Um. Yeah, shout out WWE. I'll see you guys next week.